We are not heroes, nor are we villains. Neither kings nor magicians, but we can tell you their stories. We are the Lore Keepers, and we welcome you to Halloween. Welcome to Halume. You are listening to Lore Keepers Jr., a lore building podcast, Jr., where we talk about eons of history, he- junior heroes, junior villains, and the junior juniors, they junior junior. I'm junior. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and this week, uh, we're going to be talking about G- golems. Golems? Golems. We're going to be talking about golems. I think I, I think I have a friend who got his golem removed. <laughs> What is that? What would that? Hmm. I was thinking gallbladder, but I was thinking more like a kidney stone for some reason, which doesn't the sound golf. at all like golem, but maybe is a little bit closer in com- composition. Mm. What if it's a flesh golem? So we got golems. Golems. Carter, I feel like you've been wanting to talk about golems for a little while, Have huh? I? I don't know if that's true. I, re- I remember you were definitely the one who was like, oh, we got to talk golems and like put them on the, the list. I, that might have been past Carter. Past Carter is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <You> kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think it's still. No, fine. not actually. Yeah. What? I think it's still fine. OK, so let's just quick lay down some fucking deep ground what's, rules. What's our, a golem? Our, our limits. We do not want to trespass any any lines in this relationship when we talk about golems. Yep. Keep the touching above the belt. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Above um, the be- belt and below the beard. So just like second base stuff, huh? <laughs> okay. I never understood. Okay, wait. Second base is... Wait, first base is making out. Second yeah. base is under the clothes. What is third base? Uh... Fucking is it back door? Is that third base? I don't think so. I mean, is it is, is it, it Felicio? I was kind of wondering if it's oral. It might probably oral, yeah. But it's like I don't know. That's still like sex though. I thought home like home. It's not run, real. Home it, it's it's like... sex that Jesus is okay with. <laughs> sure. Right? Jesus is okay with the oral, and if it's in the back, Jesus can't see it. We all know this. Man, I have different <laughs> opinions about what Jesus is okay with. I think, I think it's. Listen, have you read the Bible? Just well, I mean, my my whole point is, is I think I I think actually a lot of Christians would disagree on my opinion on what Jesus yeah. is okay with when it comes to, with sex. But <clears throat> but golem <laughs> sex, golem sex is a sex. different thing. No yes. no sex with junior golems, of course. <laughs> oh, only senpai. <laughs> It's just a, because okay. When I think Gollum, I basically think a stone person, an, okay, an eleven well, foot tall Minecraft like. That's protecting, an iron golem. Protecting a, a town. Well, that's they also have golem. stone golems, no, don't they? Not in Minecraft. 
I thought they had like the ones that yeah the moss they got the moss all That's over. That's iron golem. Have Those never... are iron golems. Yes. Why is there moss growing on an iron golem? Because they're fucking an iron golem. They have they run around. They last forever, and so moss grows on. Moss, is moss not... isn't. Moss does not only grow on stones. I mean, yeah, okay, I know, but like, why? Why you moss and at not, a gutter? like, rust or something? I don't know. That seems weird. Look, I, Are you sure there's no stone golems in Minecraft? I'm 100% sure, dude. Man, I do I not play, play a lot enough. Of Minecraft. I was going to say, I clearly have not gotten... Dude, I still haven't ever been to the end. Wow. That's how, like... Okay, okay, I know it's a Lorekeepers Jr., and we got to get into it, but this needs to be addressed. When, okay. um Back when I used to play Minecraft, when I first was actually into it, that was back in the days when two minecarts next to each other would, like, accelerate each other. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I okay. Do. I don't know how many people in our I audience... Do. This is, like, old man Minecraft shit, because, like, this was just when they had introduced redstone and before there were pistons. And so the the only way to, like, get carts back up to the top, if you had them, like, going down a minecart... I mean, there are carts at Shafter, that, whatever. I think. I think there, there might have. I no, there were not. There sure? were not. I don't think. I I never used them. I remember Just furnace carts coming never, out after shit. pistons. I believe. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're they were pretty shit. bad. And that's maybe why I didn't use them. Yeah, but. exactly. So the economic way would be you would literally create like a like a sort of a chain link of of like and rotating each other. It's like yeah, retrograde motion of the planet. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So when I get back to Minecraft, I haven't even been to the. I've literally never even been to the Nether. Wow. That's how old a, man Minecraft I am. That is a big deal. I know, and I'm just, so like my girlfriend and I are playing on a server uh, that we occasionally pop into, and fucking this story's not going anywhere. I'm just talking about being old, okay? We gotta. I'm I'm sorry, Carter. You tried to start us out, and nope. I got completely sidetracked. Okay. So the three kinds of golems I envision are flesh boys, stone boys, <laughs> and metal boys. What about reduced threat flesh boys? <laughs> The, those are kind of flesh boy. What is this? This is from what's T F T Y P? Tales from the Yawning Portal. That's okay, the... yeah. So those are the golems I imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Iron being badasses, stone being like, okay, they're pretty, they're pretty scary, and then flesh mm -hmm. being like, they're just fucking weird. Yeah, they're weird and creepy. There's exactly. also. Do you want me to to notate a five E, or do you want to just start with these ones? Uh, we can notate five E. Okay. Uh, they also list um, amber golems. That's from Curse of Strahd, which is that's amber is a kind of stone, by the way. Yeah, it's literally just like a different stone golem. There are clay golems, which is interesting. They're that is different, kind of gross looking, but <laughs> also I would say maybe the most canonically like um, uh, of real world mythologies. That's like where where golems came from, right? Was like the the tale of Kabbalah that that created Ooh. them. So Kabbalah is a, it's like Jewish mysticism. It's like a weird cultic kind of, um, the Tetragrammaton comes from Oh, I do like the Tetragrammaton. This, yes, the Sephirot. Um, and Sephirot? The entire, like the 13, Sephirot. Sephirot gets his name from that. <laughs> okay. Um, a lot of the uh, imagery in Neon Genesis Evangelion comes from Kabbalah. I do like Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, the, basically the tale was that... I want to say it was a rabbi who was going to be hunted or something, and so created a being out of clay 
literally like taking pages of Genesis and, and like kind of vibe from it. How um, old was this? And uses to protect him. I want to say it's a myth from like the 1600s or sometime okay. during, maybe I even mean, earlier. It might be the Dark Ages. Yeah, but I mean, fucking the Greeks, their fucking creation myth for humans was that fucking Prometheus like sculpted them from clay. So. <laughs> right, but I mean, that's not even as old as the biblical narrative. I'm saying literally this isn't a human being. This is just an entity that had no soul or anything. It was a, uh, it, you know, i.e. I. I. a clay golem. Is the biblical narrative that Adam was made from earth? Yeah, basically that he was fashioned from clay. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then been... Eve was taken out of his, uh, his rib. Yeah, because that, and that's why men have one less rib than women. I don't think they do, though. They don't. Right? <laughs> they don't. Right? They don't? <laughs> we so God was like, well, well, here. Let me just, uh, let me just, let's just get you that just fixed broken in half and <laughs> here, here, you have one. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. He, we've misinterpreted it. The truth was that it was like ribs used to be like go across the whole body instead of halves. Yeah. And so that's dumb. Yeah. The ribs do go across <laughs> all the front of the body. They literally do. Yeah. But here's the, here's the real question. Anyways. Yeah. So pretty much the ones that you said also sorry crystal golem clay and crystal were the only two i wanted to add crystal still kind of it's still kind of rock but it's a little bit different minerals are rocks spoilers i guess they are they are Don't diamonds are different differently kind of though hmm? like if you just have like a volcanic rock well, versus like that's an igneous rock i thought which one's metamorphic Metamorphic is the one that's been under a great deal of stress, and igneous goes into metamorphic. Though also, oh, okay. yeah, igneous and um, sedimentary go into metamorphic. They change. That's right. Under that's, a great deal that's of pressure. The three. And, mm-hmm. and, and the fourth one is gray, is I think. What? Gray rocks. They're, they're the fourth kind of rock. What? Yeah, you'd, you'd know if, uh, if you studied geology. Uh, did you know that geologists study the cleavage of rocks? <laughs> Mm-hmm. The clefts. Oh yeah, there's a lot of really sexy vocabulary yeah. when it comes to rock study. Geology's pretty sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really great episode. I bet people are loving all this conversation. Okay. Go. Oh. I've I have contributed so much here. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> given these kinds of golems, like what are golems created for? They're useful in as protectors, they're useful as assistants. Yeah. Like they're arcane constructs created by wizards to help them in some fashion. And it's not like the only construct that wizards make. So like what makes a golem, what makes a wizard want to make a golem or fashion a golem or buy one or whatever, acquire one versus another kind of construct or help? What other kinds of strong constructs are there? I would assume conjuring a familiar would be a different kind of wizardly help, right? That's true. Um, Yeah. So familiars, there's like uh, if you're a necromancer, you could use the undead uh, or some people find undead distasteful. True. Sometimes wizards will have like uh, an assistant or something's like soul bound to a location. So literally like a castle has a sentient presence. I've been playing a lot of Pillars of Eternity and that pops up several different times. Yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, it's like it's anyways, that's not related again, getting off topic here. But yeah, like what makes them want a golem? Probably is it is it just the brute strength? They're very sturdy. uh, They're also completely programmable. How do you mean? Uh, I mean, you the wizard makes their consciousness, right? They're like a machine. They have no consciousness. They're purely anima. I guess that's true. So it's not so like it's kind of the thing where it's like 
a golem will do what you say whenever you say it, unless mm-hmm. it goes against its programming. Yeah. Are they... Hmm. Would you say that a golem is... It doesn't have a soul. Uh, they it's can't... Been... Do remember that, like undead, uh, golems cannot be healed. Right, yeah. It, which, is that true about primordials as well, or is that just a golem thing? Like, it's just a... Heal... It's just constructs and undead. They cannot be okay. healed. Because I was going to say, how would you heal a primordial? You know, with, if, you, if you have a fire elemental that you have somehow bound into your servitude. I, I imagine you would shoot fire at it. I was going to say, I don't know how it would be in other worlds or other campaigns, but I imagine that in the world of Hellumate, like, that doesn't make a lot of sense, right? For, like, a cleric to... I feel like we talked about this in the Life Domain episode. I don't remember how, what, what decision we came to. I know it has to do with anima, though. Like, yeah. when you are healing somebody, you are sending is it that you were basically telling using anima to tell the body how to put itself back together or is it like remind it's, me if you remember uh it's something to do with the soul you're use you're do you're manipulating something in turn for to get the soul to like supercharge the anima of the body but it okay. requires a soul to work wow is that what we came up to man that's ridiculous i love <laughs> it okay um so but yeah with golems i do i do get the feeling though that they're they might have a lot. They're also immutable, which may be more useful in Halume than it is in D&D. Is that like they can't? They, have, they all sp- have oh. immutable form. They cannot be changed. Wow, that's interesting. Because I was just going to say, I think on the surface, it seems like they have a lot in relationship to primordials. But I think that in practice, like the, the identity of their nature is completely different. Yes. Like I think that there is you know, an ounce of primordial spell casting or something that, you know, goes into creating them. But I think ultimately, I want to say that it really feels like there's something totally different going on there. I would, uh, t- to form an analogy, using architecture, because I know you love architecture, Greg. I do love architecture. Uh, I would, this is also fake architecture. I know you love fake things as well. I do love fake architecture. <laughs> think like elven, like, architecture, which is a bit real strong on, like uh curves and like living kind of imagery versus like dwarven where it's like very clean cut like heavy heavy triangles powerful and, yeah, yeah. Like sharp that lines yeah elementals are like the elven bit and then the golems are like the dwarven bit huh it's like they're both beautiful kinds of architecture but like that's the anima difference where it's like elementals are this like beautiful intricate kind of thing whereas the dwarves are like sorry the dwarves the golems are like these like really really heavy set like really long strings of anima equations yeah that are just like really like they repeat themselves constantly and refer to them like it's crazy but it's like it's like man-made versus natural anima oh interesting i like that it's 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 yeah it's like um I remember the first time I discovered like non-Euclidean geometry and and fractals. You know, if you're familiar, like the idea of fractals, self-similarity. What was so funny about that? It's just the phrase. I remember when I first discovered non-Euclidean geometry. Okay, basically, it was just like I remember being as a kid, having at the back of my mind every so often the the thought would arise, especially as it related to architecture. Like, why is it that? When humans make things, it's always these flat lines and straight planes and everything is orthogonal or like follows like a general, like all these platonic. Huh? Orthogonal? 
Orthogonal? What did I say? You said orthogonal. It's sneaking no. an A there. That should be orthogonal. Whoops. Yeah, I or, ortho is Greek for straight. Okay. Hence uh, what's, or, what's ortha straight for? <laughs> what do you mean? What's ortha, ortha straight for? Or, ortha, yeah, with an A. <laughs> uh, it's Greek for um, fictitious. <laughs> I just always thought it was interesting, the difference between that and the way that I'm like, birds don't do that. You know, a bird just lives in a tree. Or, you know, animals burrow a hole in the ground. Like, why don't we do that? Why do we build something out of nothing instead of, like, you know, just kind of removing a chunk of earth or something? And, you know, discovering fractals and things. And I like the idea that Did there's a... Did you really a... dig the Fibonacci sequence and its relationship oh, to flowers? Oh, dude. I saw a PBS Nova special on fractals and it blew my fucking mind. I remember being so excited. I, like, I became obsessed with fractals for, like, an entire, like, fall, winter, spring... Oh, you're going to get really excited watching Critical Role because he says fractal a lot. Matt says, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, start, he just started to bring it up more. And yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, what's going on? Are you, are you, have you got to the Happy Fun Ball? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's. No, no, wait, I mean. Wait, like... wait, wait. Like they've returned to it? They just got back to the tower. Okay. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> they just got back to what's his name? The big, powerful Yusuf. mage man. Yusuf. Yeah. All right. We got a couple of minutes left, so I'll try and close close out what I was saying here. My point here being just that I think that this maybe typifies a sense of the approach that people take to the primordium. And maybe this actually tells us something about the nature of anima. It can be forced to behave a certain way and can be programmable, but you actually reduce a lot of its complexity and nuance by doing so. It's yes. like changing something from a biological cell and the way that it naturally reproduces itself um and going from like biosciences or biotech to like binary and it's like one and zero so like a lot more work has to go into getting it to effectively do the same thing but it's a lot more controllable than like the incredibly complicated stuff going on in biotechnology and yeah, because, because dna has got four bases Whereas right. Yes, exactly. Binary only it's, a, two. it's a base four instead of a base two system. Exactly. So obviously so, you can do more with that. Uh, exponentially more. At least two more. 16 where the other is two, you know? Um, or maybe it's even higher than that. I don't know. There's a lot of codons. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I, th I guess I feel like buried in there somewhere is my one. <laughs> All right. You got a last one? Um, I think that is uh, let's just leave the, the reader on this, and I'll leave you on this as well, because this will be an interesting view. Uh, do you know, uh, there's a thing we call the Erebor crystal, right? Sure, yeah. And it exploded, bad things happened, blah, 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 blah. The, yeah. There's bits of it left over. Where are you going with this? Uh, what if you made a golem out of that? Fuck, dude, if you could find enough Erebor crystal to make a Someone golem? Did it. Someone fucking did it. Someone's done it. Someone's yep. for sure fucking done it. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. That would be so strange. I don't even know how to classify that entity. Is it knowing? Is it a golem? Is it... It's definitely not a primordial. Yep. Fuck. Maybe it's only like two feet tall. It's like, oh yeah, people have done it. They're like, you know, they're like little bitty borrower people but then they fucking like shoot a laser <laughs> wait dude a tiny village of sentient like baby golem beings that are like this tall that's my one, that's my oh, one. oh that's so cool okay 
you want to close this out? Just kind of do as much of it as you want. Just shotgun. Yep, yep. Uh, We hope you've enjoyed this exploration into the lands of Sadar, and each week we offer a piece of the episode to share with you, the listener, meaning that your contributions can be sent to Keepers on Twitter. (laughs) 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 Or better yet, email us at lorekeeperspodcast at gmail.com. Finally, thanks to Josh Silker. Until next time, don't forget, golems. Bye. Bye.